Well, now's the time to start thinking about the holidays. I know they come earlier every year, but it's October almost, and I have some of the great collections that you've ever seen. I have the new Volume 4 TV collection now available. Also, I have a great deal on 4 terabyte drives for the TV collections. All these collections that I have will be available through December. I'm pretty sure these are one-of-a-kind collections. Go to oldtimeradiodvd.com, check out the collections, and compare the pricing. I just challenge you to compare the pricing of the collections that I provide. Now that's oldtimeradiodvd.com. You'll be glad you did. Pins and needles waiting for her arrival, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, for goodness sakes, McGee, settle down. What are you expecting in the mail that's so important? Now, you wait and see. It's something that might change the whole course of our lives. Well, that appeals to me, too. <laughs> So I will say, dearie, that life with you has never a dull moment. Really? <laughs> you don't just say that just because you admire me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just say that because I'd admire a dull moment now and then. With you, I never know what's going to happen next, so I always expect the worst. <laughs> and I'm rarely disappointed in spite of the fact that I've lived through it, which is surprising when I come to think of it, which I try not to. Well, just the same, did you ever stop to realize what a person could do if he knew exactly how to handle every situation as it come up? Certainly. He'd go on information, please, and make a mug of Oscar LeVant. You don't get me. I got you once. Do I have to keep doing it? Oh, listen, Molly, this is serious. I'm expecting something in the mail that's going to make me rich and healthy and smart. Heavenly days. Doesn't the government have enough criticism without you expecting miracles? Okay. Okay. Scoff, if you want to. <laughs> Deride. But this is important. What if something happened that I could look into the future and know exactly what was going to happen to us? It would be sickening. <laughs> Don't we have enough trouble with what has happened? Who wants to peek into the future? Admitting for the sake of argument that you have one... Well, for instance, suppose I had advanced knowledge that a certain stock was going to go up. Yeah, you said you had that knowledge in 1929, and what happened? We were broke for four years. Yeah, but there'd be no guesswork with this. I'd know. I could buy, say, amalgamated garbage can at 22, and ride it up to 49 and sell out. <laughs> Clean up a million bucks in two days. I'd corner the market. That reminds me. Run down to the corner market and get a can of beans. Take the ration book, dearie, and a loaded shotgun. Molly, I gotta wait for the mail because I tell you I'm Oh, boy. Here she is now. Mark this day down on the calendar, Molly. From today on, we're a success. You open the door, dearie. I can't do it with my fingers crossed. That I will. That I will. Come in, sis. Come in, come in, come in. Hey, Molly, it's her, all right. It's the baguette. Oh, I see. Good morning, dear. <laughs> Won't you sit down and rest your special delivery? No, thank you, Mr. 
I've got to keep going to get back to the post office. There's a hole in the bottom of my mail bag. Really? The mail must go through. Yes. <laughs> That's our motto, Mr. McGee. Huh? Oh. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> we almost made a joke. <laughs> well, what you got for us this morning? Let me see what I have for you. Ah, yes. Here's that card from your Aunt Sarah, wishing you a happy George Washington's birthday. Remember? Ah, oh, never mind, Aunt Sarah. That skin-fisted old tight flint. Now, now, McGee, stop talking like that about Aunt Sarah. She's a very generous person. Yeah, she'd give you the back off her shirt. <laughs> Why, that old miser believes in reincarnation just so she can leave all her dough to herself. Come on, sis. Come on, come on. What else you got for us? I'm expecting some very, very important mail. Oh, stop trembling, McGee. Anybody think your life was at stake? And what I've seen of your life is a pretty tough stake. <laughs> I'm afraid that's all I have for you this morning, Mr. McGee. Oh. But, oh, no, here. You probably won't want this, though. It's just a circular. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Hey, this is what I've been waiting for. Oh, boy. Now we're getting someplace. Thanks, sis. Remind me to put in a good word for you with the Department of Labor. I work for the post office department, Miss McGee. Well, what do you call that? Amusement? You should be more polite with the mail girl, McGee. She has a hard job. Put your career into affinity with the universe. Put your future into rhythm with the psychic forces McGee, that... I was speaking to you. Huh? Oh, how do you do? <laughs> Let the stars foretell what fate has in store for you and put yourself in tune with the infinite. Your astral plane... Huh? Oh, hey, look what I got from the you-can-be-what-you-want-to-be horoscope company. The key to success in 25 pages of wisdom. Distilled from the ancient Egyptian system of astrology and perfected by modern methods of character analysis. And all for 27 cents. Including postage. And just what did you get for your 27 cents, Taurus? I ain't Taurus. I'm Scorpio. Taurus is the bull. So is Scorpio, if you ask me. <laughs> Look what the envelope says. Your complete character analysis tells about my health, business, marriage, friends, lucky days, lucky numbers, when to plant corn. Did you say something? Is it necessary? <laughs> when to go fishing? My 72-year life cycle and special forecast for every day of the year. What they do when your 72 years are up? Come and shoot you? <laughs> you wait. Now, let me see. Scorpio, Scorpio. Wherefore art thou, Scorpio? <laughs> and when do you go to the store for a can of beans? Don't say anything in my horoscope about going to the store. Now, let me see. December, January, February... March! Huh? Oh, okay, I'll get the beans. I'll be right back. Molly McGee speaking. Who? Mr. McGee? No, he isn't here just now. May I take a message? Yes. Oh, an old schoolmate of Fibber's. Yes, I'll tell him. What was the name again? 
Stilwell. And the first name? Stuffy? Yes, I'll tell him you called Mr. Stuffwell. Or Stiffwell. Yes, yes, I'll tell him. Goodbye. That's funny. I don't remember McGee's mentioning anybody named Stuffy Stilwell. Still, it might have been an old pal of Well, here's your beans, Molly. Thank you, dearie. What did your horoscope say about getting some meat for Sunday? <clears throat> Nothing, but look what it says about today. It says March 16th will be a day of surprises for Scorpio. Hey, incident, incidentally, what is a Scorpio? <laughs> Well, I think it's Latin for a scorpion, dear. Oh. And a scorpion is a kind of a lizard or something. I see. Does a scorpio bite? No. Uh, confidentially, it stings. <laughs> Go on with the reading. Okay. It says March 16th will see the payment to Scorpio of a long overdue debt by an old schoolmate. I don't know what that means. I can't think of any old schoolmates oh, at all. Oh, heavenly days. I almost forgot, McGee. Huh? An old schoolmate of yours called up while you were at the store. What? He did? Who was it? He said to tell you Stuffy Stillwell called. Stuffy Stillwell? Well, I'll be a... <laughs> old Stuffy Stillwell. Now, there's a guy that... That what? That I can't quite place. <laughs> I wonder where I knew a stuffy still was. You remember him from school? No, I don't. Maybe he was in your geometry class. Oh, that's it. That's why I don't remember him. <laughs> I never took geometry. You know, maybe there's something to this astrology business after all, McGee. Your horoscope says an old schoolmate will pop up and pay a debt, and boom, up pops the old schoolmate. Ain't it wonderful? Where's he staying? Well, he didn't say. He just said to tell you he called. Well, my gosh, i got to find him. I can't make a liar out of my horoscope. Maybe your horoscope uh, gives his phone number, too. What else does it say? Oh, let me see. No, it just says, be on your guard against a dark-haired, well-groomed man with a glib tongue and smooth manners. I wonder who said... Hello, folks. Am I intruding? No, not a bit, Mr. Wilcox. It's nice to see you. Dark-haired, well-groomed, glib manner, smooth <laughs> Well, what do you want, Junior? And watch your step. I'm on my guard. What are you talking about? Well, he just got his horoscope, Mr. Wilcox, and it says to beware of a dark-haired, well-groomed man. Well, on second thought, Molly, I was wrong. I apologize, Junior. You're not well-groomed. Why, McGee? He is, too. He is not. Look at it. No sideburns. No spats. No cane. No carnation. Why, he looks like a tramp. <laughs> well, I used to have sideburns, but they got too long, and I cut them off. Oh, how long did they get, Mr. Wilcox? Well, long enough so people began asking me why I had my hat tied on. <laughs> What, uh, what sign were you born under, Fibber? Leo? No, no, Scorpio. What made you think I was Leo? Well, Leo means lion. I get it. <laughs> Scorpio is a wonderful sign under which to be born under, Junior. Listen to what the chart says about Scorpio. Yes. It says Scorpio natives are endowed with strength, discretion, ingenuity, and tenacity. <laughs> Uh, 
What was that last thing you're endowed with, chum? And a kitty, see? That's so right here. And a kitty. That, that word, dearie, is tenacity. Oh, well, I know that. I, I was giving it the Egyptian pronunciation. <laughs> All this astrology stuff comes from the Egyptians, you know. Sure, their mummies done told them. Oh, sort of a believer in that stuff myself, folks. Are you really, Mr. Wilcox? Sure. Let me show you. Uh, when did you buy your kitchen linoleum? In what month? I got suspicion that this is leading us into that certain thing, Junior. <laughs> we bought that linoleum in 1938, the end of January. Does that prove anything? Why, certainly it does. January 20th to February 19th is Aquarius, the water bearer. That's right. And how does linoleum bear water? Because smart housewives protect it with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Keeps it from drying out, losing its color, and getting scuffed and scratched. Now, when did you buy your last container of glow coat, Molly? Well, now, let me see. I don't remember, but we'll need some more at the end of the month. First of April. What's that? That's Aries the Ram. That's right. Ruled by the planet Mars. And how do you protect linoleum against Mars and scratches and dust and dirt and damage? <laughs> With Johnson's self-polishing glow coat, that's how. You see how it works out? Well, uh, what's the ram got to do with it? The ram, that's simple. A ram is a male sheep. And wouldn't you feel sheepish if you kept on with the old-fashioned floor scrubbing? When you could use glow coat that shines as it dries in 20 minutes or less and gives you a lot less work and a lot more leisure? Gee, I never realized there was so much to astrology. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm going to live up to this every minute of the day. For instance, it says here... Anyone who crosses a native of Scorpio on the morning of March 16th will run into difficulties. An accident will befall. You really believe that? Oh, no. That's a lot of horse feathers. It is not a lot of horse feathers. Oh, it is, too. It's silly. <laughs> it is not silly, and you better look out, Wilcox. I'm a Scorpio, and you're crossing me. An accident will befall you. Oh, now, McGee. <laughs> Let him go, Molly. You can't argue with people who believe in that stuff. Well, I'll see you later, Scorpio. McGee, you shouldn't be so gullible. After all, a two-bit horse. Uh, Good heavens, what was that? I think Mr. Wilcox is studying the stars. <laughs> They're telling him about that wobbly front step I've been meaning to fix. That'll learn him. That's what he gets for crossing the Scorpio. When my horoscope predicts... Hey, but I gotta locate stuff he's still with. Right? How? Well, he'll be at the Ritz Vista Hotel. That's a very expen uh, expensive place. How do you know he'll be there? Simple logic. He's an old schoolmate. Yeah. He owes me some dough. When I went to school, I never had much dough. Therefore, it was a small amount he owes me. Who likes to dish out their dough in small amounts? Rich people. Where do the rich people stay? At the Ritz Vista. And besides, it's the only hotel in town. <laughs> Give me the phone. McGee, sometimes I think you're almost as smart as you play. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the Ritz Vista ho-ho. Is that you, Mert? Oh. How's every little thing, Mert? There's that. What's that, Mert? Your grandmother came home plastered last night. Oh. Heavenly days. Her grandmother. Yeah. She was knitting at the Red Cross and the ceiling fell in on her. Oh. What say, Mert? Oh, thanks. 
I want to talk to Mr. Stilwell. Hold, will you? Thanks. Stop his number him now. I think I do. Tis the boy who broke his clavicle when he fell, wasn't he? That's the guy. That's I loaned him 37 cents once to pay. If he hadn't have paid that fine, he couldn't have took out any more. What? Grateful. So you loaned high school. You betcha. Why didn't you give him any... <laughs> You'd have got so he depends. I'm here and the dime here and the dime. scope, Scorpio. I've got to get... Uh, I'm going to give her half of whatever... Well, no, not half. I... Make it a third. Mm, I can't divide. Thousand. I'll bet most guys wouldn't be stuffy now. Good old stuffy. Come in. Can you ask Oh, oh, Judas. I, I got some studying to do. And be what you want to be, a horoscope company. Horoscope, mister? Yeah. Can I please? Can I, Mr. Well, a horoscope isn't something you look through, sis. You're over a periscope. A horoscope has to do with... Astrology, mister. Astrology events by the movements of the planets. Doing that all morning, mister. Moving planets. Oh. She moved parts. What's <laughs> behind the garage and... Oh, no, no, look, sis. You, you're, you're all... <laughs> ...in the sky, like the sun and the moon. See, everybody's life is influenced by... ...born under some, under some kind. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I had a cigarette sign on the corner of... <laughs> you better run along now, sis. Expecting a guest. Oh. So scram. Can I tell you... Hmm? You mean a riddle, sis. <laughs> in England and America... Or hasn't got. And Russia and China got that hit. So will Hitler. So on. Saying Irving Berlin's newest from victory. Better get washed up now. Scope says five presidents of the United States. Yeah, John Adams, James Gay Polk. So. That's only four. I know, but I'm in the. <laughs> As a. Hey, I'll bet that's old stuffy. Gee whiz, don't keep old stuffy. Oh, calm yourself. Oh, what is that old bean? Aren't you forgetting your horoscope? What do you mean? Right to everyone up until 12 o'clock, still five minutes to 12. Oh, well, yeah. Because... Come in, oh, Abigail Dodd. Uh, how do you do? Good morning, Mrs. Uppington. A very good morning. As the cream and sugar said... <laughs> oh, don't you? Um, I mean, aren't you? Oh, why no, my dear girl, not however. <laughs> what time is it, Molly? Four, four minutes to twelve. Flightness, Abigail, his horoscope advice. And his little Lord Fauntleroy. Fascinating. I used to be so into going to the dearest Swami. Coming, <laughs> dearie. A Swami is a man of the future. Hmm. Most morning about the past. <laughs> Do tell us more about it, won't you, Mrs. Uppertown? Two and a half minutes. Only smile shows more teeth than hair. Oh, very amusing, my dear. <laughs> but come, Mrs. You. I should like to hear some more of your experience. Well, it was extremely... He would look into his crystal. I looked into his crystal just this morning. Oh, what? Now, Molly. Two minutes to twelve. Oh, late. I must be going. Oh. I have an oh. appointment at the beauty parlor at noon. For a while. Oh, don't go, Uppy. Gee whiz. Oh. Stick around a couple of minutes. Well, you insist on McGee, how charming of you saying, resist, but I simply must be going. Second, no. really. One minute and 45 seconds. Oh, come on, Uppy. Sit down, I'll just say to you. Oh. <laughs> Can't you tell you? One minute to 12. Oh. Good grill. I must rush along. Please. <laughs> 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 
half a minute. But why, McGee? She hasn't done anything wrong. Well, I know that, but she rubs me the wrong way. You mean she ribs you the wrong way? To an argument with her, she pins your ears. <laughs> well, if she don't be still. I almost forgot. I got to find stuff. Excited about a loan of 37 cents. 37 cents? You realize what the cost were 20 years? Why, it's around $10,000. How do you know? It might be more, for all I know. But when a millionaire like Stuffy Stillwell does... Come in. He lived here. I am Mr. Stillwell. Good. Well, I'll be a... Old Stuffy Stillwell. <laughs> and long time no see. <laughs> still coining phrases. Good. And, and my goodness, isn't this little Molly Driscoll? Molly Driscoll as was, Mr. Stillwell. Molly McGee now. Oh, sit down. Sit down. Sure. Sit down. Roll down. Sit down. Let's talk old, old school days, eh? <laughs> I'm, uh, Remember the time I loaned you that 37 cents to your fine at the library? <laughs> No, I don't remember that. <laughs> what? My don't? Well, then why? I mean, horoscope says you... What are like... <laughs> well, you sure you like you've done all right in the world. Stuff come to man. <laughs> Have much of an impact this year? Don't be so subtle, Mr. You know, Mr. Tibbers, uh, well, it's a funny thing, but... Bishop Horoscope told him an old school dad would show up today and repay an old... What? <laughs> Isn't that strange? Oh, I don't know. That's exactly what I get him for, Molly. Ah, oh, for Stillwell, old man. <laughs> Shucks. What's 37 cents? Preacher. <laughs> what if it did let you come for your education so he could go on out in the world and get rich? <laughs> but what if it was the turning point in your living Gee whiz, I'm proud to be responsible for your success. Since I don't remember any 37 December McGee, all I can remember was the time I was sliding down under this hill on my sled and you hit me with a snowball and knocked me off the sled and broke my collarbone. I told you it was his clavicle, McGee. Yeah. And I was laid up for two months. Yeah. And I swore if I ever caught up with you, McGee, I'd pay you back for that. Now here you are. Oh, Billy James. He wants to make anything of this, Molly. He can see me at my office in New York. I am president of the You Can Be What You Want to Be Horoscope Company. The electrical and mechanical gadget. Does your jaw still hurt, dearie? No, not too bad. That guy sure packed a wallop, don't he? Yes, and while you were still unconscious, he came back and left 37 cents for you. What? No interest? He said that he really intended to kill you, but he saw your elk's tooth and realized you were out of season. Oh, sure. Good night. Good night, all.